reality is a monism that has numerous implications. Most saliently, monism means that any discussion of facets or forces is inaccurate, a piecemeal analysis that is necessary only because of the cognitive orientation of the human mind to reductionism. Reality as a unity may be intuitively appreciated, but it cannot be analyzed without breaking it apart and so rendering a comprehensible but inapt portrayal. Actuality as experienced is not reality. Actuality comprises, at root, symbolic constructs. Reality is beyond the concepts by which our minds characterize nature. Actuality is a phenomenal entertainment platform that is enacted by infusion of symbols into minds, yielding the illusion of tangibility. The complexity and intricacy of coherence-produced nature cannot be overstated. How nature is construed is, of course, parameterized by the mind, which is an absurdly limited device. Our minds are so oriented towards objects in space moving through time that other more appropriate mathematical paradigms are difficult or impossible to imagine. Contrast to actuality, reality is nominal. There can be no experience of reality except as a periphery of witnessing, like a specter which can only be glimpsed via peripheral vision, but never seen straight on. Monism means that the duality you experience as a mind-body is purely a fabrication of your mind. The showtivity of shared experiences are just subjective takings of tokens from a unified symbol distributor and consumer, which is the universal coherence and consciousness, respectively. There is no external world which can be called objective. Matter is a mirage. As an aside, allow me a comment on incredulity to what I am saying. For years I resisted what my research revealed, that the world and my life is utterly illusory, that, by definition, nature exists, but existence is fake. It just seems so fantastic, because, of course, this existence seems so damn real. Only in attaining unity consciousness did I finally accept the truth. A confirmed skeptic, resignation to reality was possible for me only by its direct apprehension. What I am relating about the monism of energyism and its implications are known through scientific discoveries which cannot be accounted for any other way. Dualism, which seems obvious, cannot be correct. Matterism fails. Scientific proof of energyism is a major theme in my Spokes of the Wheel books. The point of living is enjoyment. The point of understanding is to attain skill. The point of skill is enjoyment. Enjoyment results from skill. Small children enjoy pratfalls and physical humor because they can relate. Jokes involving wordplay are only appreciated once language has been learned. Source of humor exemplifies the entanglement of skill with entertainment. Evolutionary biologists have seen innumerable times how evolution acts to optimize biomechanics. Humans are a highly evolved life form. So why is it that we tend to have such noisy minds? Life would be so much better if our mental focus was naturally sharp, our minds naturally quiet to permit awareness to the limits of our biology. Instead, the mind is both deliverer and obstacle. 
Nature hides an immaterial reality. Why is it that our minds deceive us about the fundamentals? The reason for the mental noise and deception is to make life a challenge, to make living well a skill. Will to live emanates from the difficulty of attaining desires and thereby feeling satisfaction. By definition, there is no reward without effort. One of the hallmarks of movement toward enlightenment is an increasing prominence of bliss. The same feeling is the primordial joy of being alive which is apparent in healthy young children. We have that experience early to plant a seed of possibility, of a state of consciousness to which we may return despite the burdens which the world imposes as we age, to the struggles which may seem to pile up. Bliss is a symptom of connectivity to the unified field of consciousness. Universal consciousness enjoys shotivity. Bliss is the resonance which echoes within you when you attain the skill of a quiet mind. Higher states of consciousness enrich the experience of life and provide a definite assist in dealing with the tasks of everyday living. A realized consciousness experiences reality intuitively, without interference from the mind, beyond any thought or conceptualization. Realization as a state of consciousness is unification with the universal entangled field of consciousness, albeit from the porthole perspective of residing in a mind-body. The mental clarity and insights that come from being in unity consciousness are impressive in a most positive way. You've probably had some time in your life when your awareness was severely diminished, such as drunk or an overwhelming pain. Mentally compare that period of dimness with moments of clarity which you have had. That difference provides an analogy of awareness between your state of consciousness now and the state of unity consciousness. Enlightenment and even higher states of consciousness are achievable, but you must have determination and resolute diligence. Mastering your mind will be the greatest skill you can possibly achieve. An introduction into how to attain the skill of enlightenment has been the primary point of this podcast series. Having a map of the territory of reality is helpful in recognizing the territory for what it is, as opposed to how the world appears or how you might like it to be. Some final words of caution. As American author Helen Keller once wrote, the bulk of the world's knowledge is an imaginary construction. Most of the science you read from conventional sources is fiction, as the misinformation stems from false premises. This observation notably applies to psychology, economics, and politics. Contrastingly, my books provide a proper appreciation of the intelligence in nature and the stupidity of humanity. Further, all religious dogma is myth, including most accounts of higher states of consciousness. You won't see God because there isn't one. While enlightenment does tend to hone empathy, the value of empathy is often misunderstood. Empathy serves those who have it in better appreciating a different perspective. Though perhaps a pleasant emotion, love is nothing more than adoration of a concept. Those who preach love are not realized beings, or they are just being condescending, which is tantamount to bad parenting. Instead, respect is an apt stance. Enlightenment heightens your bliss quotient and awareness, but beyond that, won't make you smarter. 
mundane minds may become enlightened, it does not mean they should go into the guru business. Most modern spiritual teachings are silly advice for gullible people from simple-minded charlatans. In realization, you see things for what they are. The world is not altogether a pretty picture. It is for that very reason that the entertainment is so intriguing. Now, to summarize. Discipline yourself. Be resolute within and flexible without. Disbelieve. Meditate. Dismiss thoughts and emotions. Do not contend or compete. Relish silence. Limit your desires to what you need and positive activities which bring enjoyment. Live a healthy lifestyle. There you have a start on a truly spiritual path. Thank you for listening. This is Ishinobu. Ishinobu.